Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. It's hard to have a conversation about using technology to fight podcasting's misinformation and disinformation problems without being called an anti-free speech commie. But I'm going to do it. Hello and welcome to another podcast pontifications with me, Evo Terra. Back in May of 2020, Twitter started an experiment and changing the tone, if you will, of the discourse on its service. Now, in brief, Twitter was testing to see if the equivalent of a tap on the shoulder and a subtle <clears throat> could get people to be, well, uh, you know, less of an asshole to one of another. Now, Twitter knows it's very easy to fire off a tweet in anger uh, when you say, or in this case, type things that you may not really mean. And they know that it's easy to get worked up over a headline and blast a retweet or a reply without actually reading the linked article. So for the last several months, they've given subtle, gentle, are you sure you want to say that? And would you like to maybe read the article before you send your thoughts on it to the world? Messages after someone hits send. Now, they've announced some results recently, and those results are dramatic. 31% of the people prompted with messages like those changed their behavior. 9% of them deleted their tweet altogether. But 22% revised what they were going to say in the original tweet. Nearly a third of the people, when prompted to reflect on what they were about to do, actually changed their behavior. Now, granted, we don't have any data on whether or not the changes were better or worse. I understand that. We can hope. Now, you probably know as many people as I know who avoid Twitter because their timeline has become a toxic cesspool. Reducing the toxic cesspool by a third? That's a pretty compelling argument for expanding the test, which Twitter is going to do. Now, what does any of this have to do with podcasting? Well, I'll tell you right after this. This episode is brought to you by Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout helps you launch a successful podcast with powerful tools, in-depth podcasting guides, and remarkable support. Learn why Buzzsprout is trusted by over 100,000 podcasters at buzzsprout.com. Hey, it's Evo. Thanks so much for listening to Podcast Pontifications. Whether you're brand new to the show and to me, or if you've been listening since the very beginning so many years ago. If you like what you're hearing, please share it with another podcaster you know. My mission with Podcast Pontifications is to make podcasting better by inspiring serious podcasters like you. So, if you feel inspired, share the show with another serious podcaster. Send them to podcast pontifications.com. 
and thanks again. This is a total thought experiment on my part, so set aside your assumptions and come along with me. This is going to sound like some crazy, big brother, nanny state, liberal pansy bullshit I'm about to say, but please assume that I'm well aware of that and just play this out with me. Imagine something like this for podcasting content at the hosting level. You upload your media file, and the system goes to work using AI and machine learning and other advanced algorithms to analyze the words actually said during the episode. And in this fantastical world, potentially problematic sections, let's call them, could be surfaced and brought to the uploader's attention with a message like, are you sure you wanted to say this? With a highlight of the section that's potentially problematic, maybe even with some resources to help the podcaster understand what might be problematic about the statement. Now hold on to your anger and your skepticism because another way to check this could be at the episode details, you still call them show notes, I know, or at the transcript level. This might be a little bit easier because Twitter's already figured out how to parse text for potentially problematic text. But here again, a gentle, hey, you might want to look at this phrasing here, could potentially change some of the podcaster's behaviors. Now, I know you're ready to point out all of the things wrong and dangerous with my idea, and I certainly want to address them. But first, I need to acknowledge that editing a tweet is a much easier prospect than editing a podcast episode that you spent many hours editing and assembling. To quote the noted philosopher Jules Winfield, it ain't even the same sport. But what happened earlier in the episode? What if it happened earlier in the episode planning where you could make some changes? Imagine a Yoast or a Grammarly-style plugin that assisted you as you wrote your outline, put your notes together for this particular episode, or maybe with Descript, if you're using that to make a paper edit of your episode before you actually put it into your DAW. If that's not all crazy sounding, because we already accept and rely on tools like that to help make our content better as we published. Again, I just mentioned two of them, Yoast and Grammarly. Is it really a bridge too far to have them look out for missteps and Sure, I'll say it, misinformation that we may be unknowingly passing along. All right, so now's the time when you can yell at me. But before you do so, I want to restate, I know how Orwellian this sounds. There are a lot of unanswered questions, like the obvious one, who is the arbiter of truth? I also get that this is not going to do anything to curb those who are intentionally creating and spreading disinformation on a podcast. I know. I get it. This is just an early idea. But scrutiny is coming to podcasting. And though it may offend our free speech sensibilities, I, by the way, am a supporter of free speech. It's still coming. There have been plenty of reports that don't paint podcasting in a flattering light when it comes to disinformation, misinformation, and even hate speech. And sure, you can assume that doing nothing is what we should do, but I think that approach is equally as naive as what I just put forth. But sure, light me up in the comments. 
I shall be back tomorrow with yet another podcast pontifications. Cheers. Podcast Pontifications is written and narrated by Evo Terra. He's on a mission to make podcasting better. Links to everything mentioned in today's episode are in the notes section of your podcast listening app. A written-to-be-read article based on today's episode is available at podcastpontifications.com, where you'll also find a video version and a corrected transcript, both created by Alley Press. Podcast Pontifications is a production of Simpler Media. Find out more at simpler.media. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, Access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donationsforabortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.Cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, PlanCPills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word. <laughs>